Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Oshun Says the Podcast. I am your host, Love, and I am here with my dear, dear, dear good friend, Derek. Thank you so much for joining me today. No problem. If this is your first time joining Oshun Palace, I promise it's going to be an insightful conversation. You're going to have a good time. You're going to have your own opinion of what we talk about it's a money back guarantee and it's free so we can can (laughs) ensure that yeah and if this is if you are returning welcome back i hope you all had a wonderful week and um as you can tell i'm still very enthusiastic about game of thrones on sunday i've been on a high i think i'm still i think i'm now about a level four what about this I'm trying to do the Avengers. I know, I know, I know, I know. I had it in my head because I was singing it over the weekend, but I can't, I can't pull it up right now because now you got Game of Thrones in my head. Yeah, we're gonna focus on Game of Thrones because that was the better show. Anyway, yes, but I mean, I enjoy Avengers, but I really, 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 really enjoyed this last episode of Game of Thrones. If you guys have not watched this last episode, too bad. I'm talking about it anyway. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with that episode. What do you think? You know what I think, and it's not going to be a popular opinion, <sighs> but I think I'm a bigger Game of Thrones fan than you. I've seen better episodes. I know everyone loves it. I'm not taking anything away from the, the show. I mean, it was what it is. My girl showed out. That was it was one good scene. It was a good scene in there. Oh my god! One Everything good else, scene. I couldn't see what was going on. So you got to tell me. See, that's the thing. You know, some <laughs> people are so analytical and some people and so cerebral that they cannot just look at something and enjoy for what it is. Derek is an engineer by trade, so he can't he can't just look at it and just. Take it for the surface value. He is going to critique it. So you're saying it. I'm not a deep person? I can't no, see nuances? No, I'm saying the opposite. You're I... very, very deep. Maybe sometimes too deep. Uh-huh. That it takes the joy not, out of something. Nothing in the show allows me to go deep into it. It was just gnashing you of mean teeth. And, and so Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, gnashing of teeth, swords, people dropping. I don't know who it was. Well, I, I could see. I, everything I needed to see, I saw. And it was enough to get me hyped. I mean, I was literally screaming in my apartment. I thought the police was going to come knocking on my door uh-huh. at any moment. Till the cops come knocking. <laughs> another show, another time. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I did enjoy it. I also, You know, we saw Avengers. It was almost like tradition for us to go see Avengers uh-huh. now. And... You know, I was I left feeling just as emotional as I was the first time. Uh-huh. Um, the first hour of it, in my opinion, I was like, okay, they could have really been back <laughs> this up real quick. I was starting to fall asleep. I was, did you uh-huh. see that? Yeah, you did. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> I could tell like the energy, but again, I, I go back to it. The energy in the theater was not ideal, and I I can say that because I had been to another theater. Mm-hmm. And nerd alert! I went. I went to see it again 
after we a went. third time. Yeah, I'm about that in her life, and uh, went back to Stonecrest, and again the theater was hype again. It so was hype. It was different. I was like, damn, I wish Love would have been here because she would have enjoyed it more. And even through the beginning part, it wasn't boring because people were engaged or whatever. You would have mm-hmm. been more engaged. I think the sleepiness of the theater. Mm, yeah, we went to the Blanquito Theater. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what Blanquito means. Google it. <laughs> That's still the slang version, though. But it was not a black theater. I'll say that much. There's no, no seasoning in the theater. No seasoning. Just salt and pepper. <laughs> a sprinkle of salt and a dash of pepper. And, but at the end, it got hype. A little bit, but it's still. But it was mainly me bit. making a noise. Yeah. Like we was trying to um, flavor flavor that thing. Flavor flavor. But it was genuine um, reaction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. for me. So, but yes, we're going to have a good time this episode. And when we come back. It's time. It will be time for my favorite, favorite segment. We call it Oshun's Crown. And uh, Derek, I hope you have yours ready. I hope you have your your recipient. I got some crowns. Oh, you got some crowns. Yeah, I... Miss Aria getting one of them. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, we be. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> she been getting crowns all week. Let her sit on the throne. Okay, so we're back, and it is now time for one of my favorite segments called Oshun's Crown. In this segment, we celebrate people who are doing phenomenal things in the neighborhood, locally or um, nationally. And um, if you know someone who's doing great things in their neighborhood, or if you know somebody who's recently got married, got a promotion, if you're pregnant and you're having a baby, feel free to let us know at says at gmail.com. Every week, we'll celebrate you, we'll honor you, we'll give you the acknowledgement that you deserve. So, I'm going to go first. And my Oshun crown would go to Miss Kaylee Garris. She is 18 years old from Connecticut. Um, and she was recently crowned Miss Team USA. Um, my favorite part about her victory is the fact that she had <laughs> like the best, fullest 3C Afro rocking it with like just glowing skin, that melanin was popping and radiating. And the minute they put the crown on her head, it didn't fit. Like, I shouldn't say it didn't fit. It got lost in her own hair. Like, it was so, her hair was so massive. It was reaching up to the heavens, looking so glorious. And that little crown that they gave her, I mean, it was nice, but her hair was right, better. Right. <laughs> so, you know, Kaylee is 18, as I stated, and she is um, a student at Joseph A. Foreign High School. Her major was theater arts, and she has aspirations of becoming a trauma nurse. So, Kaylee, I hope that you wear your Oshun crown. We're proud. You can wear yours every single day. You know, you don't have to worry about no one coming and trying to snatch it off and falling off and breaking. Nope. Oshun's crown is 
strong as steel, honey, but beautiful and way bigger than what they gave you. All right, so Derek, who, who are you clowning this week? So I came across a couple of stories um, that touched me. So um, one of them was, there's a story, um, young brother, 11 years old, Jaquiel Jackson out of Chicago, Illinois. And his passion is helping out the homeless. So what this young kid did at eight, he started his own organization um, called the I Am Project. And what Jaquiel does with his um, organization is he gives out what he calls blessing bags. Um, It's mainly centered around in Chicago, his hometown, but he's also donated to uh, other countries, Swaziland. Um, He's helped volcano victims in Guatemala. Wow. And our brothers and sisters in Puerto Rico to deal with the hurricane. So far, he's given away up to 20,000 um, blessing bags to uh, people in need. Wow. So, and this brother has just turned 11, so we... Um, <laughs> we slacking in life. Yeah, we slacking, but we <laughs> we salute him. We, hey, we take leaders in all shapes, sizes, and ages, Amen. whoever one that steps to the forefront. Right. So, I just want to salute uh, that young brother. So, let me ask you, though. Yes. What's in the blessing bag? What is oh, toilet, toiletries, um, things that you might need, socks. Um, cleaning materials mm-hmm. and uh, things of that nature. Wow. How can anyone donate if they want to help him out? Well, his his uh, organization is called Project I Am. Um, I would just say just Google that. Google that. Let me see if there's a website. Um, but he was also interviewed in Forbes. But yeah, his project, you would have to look up his project. Project I Am is the name of it by Jaquiel Jackson out of Chicago, Illinois. Well, Mr. Jaquiel Jackson, okay, we're going to crown you this week, and I am so impressed. 11 years old. Mm-hmm. 11 years old. A young kid. What, Man, were, what were you doing at 11? I was being chased by moose oh, yeah? in Alaska. Being chased by moose in Alaska. <laughs> hey, we all got different journeys. I mean, you know, how I got to Alaska is another story for another time, but honey, yeah, being hard-headed, running, going through the um, woods where my aunt says not to go, gotten chased by moose. But that's what I was doing. What you were doing at 11? We can't talk about that right now. Oh. <laughs> you a lie. Uh, you lie. Hey, pull show. Anyway. <laughs> Jaquil, keep on being an example in Chicago. Okay, we salute you and may you wear your crown with pride. Do you have anybody else? Yes, also there was a story of a Trey Lawson and Trey Lawson was a up and coming track star. Um, He was one of the top track stars in the nation. He was being recruited by the likes of Clemson and Auburn. But back in 2017, um, after a track meet, um, he was in a car driving home and car was involved in a crash and he was very severely injured his um, spinal cord was nearly severed so he was uh went to the hospital he was under for four weeks for about a month and when he came to um they had to tell him that he was you know paralyzed uh, partially paralyzed um but there's a happy ending um he's now a student at fort valley state and just recently last month in march 
he finally made his return to the track and he made his first he walked completely around the track with the help of the uh, with the, uh, the help of a walker wow and he is determined to continue to get back on the track field and continue to improve so we wish him all the luck and the blessings just shows you the fortitude of that you have to have even in the face of setbacks uh debilitating setbacks and of course, you deal with the range of emotions that come with that. But we yeah. just salute him for his fortitude and his determination. Oh my goodness. That is, what a story. What yes. a testament, right? Like, just keep pushing. Keep fighting. And never matter, no matter what they say. They said he was paralyzed. And here he is defying medical science saying like I'm gonna walk because I wanna walk and I'm gonna run because I wanna run and I'm gonna get back into track tip top shape and like I said like people people are such like inspirations just doing what they wanna do doing seeing a need seeing an opportunity to be better and then they go ahead and they do so so we definitely salute you. I hope you wear your crown with pride. We are so proud of you. We're rooting for you. And wow, that was, I'm blown away. I really am. But that concludes this segment of Oshun's Crown. And as I stated, if you know someone who has a victory, has a milestone in your neighborhood or you know, what about you? You got a promotion. You finally got your passport and you get to go all over the all over the world. You can let me know. You can let us know at Ocean Says. You got a mixtape, you slinging that quick trip. I mean, yeah, we, we got a mixtape too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> let us know. Okay, email us at Ocean Says at gmail.com. And Coming up would be a very, very insightful conversation. Um, I hope that you guys are ready because this is definitely supposed to be reaching somebody. This is placed on my heart. It's been reoccurring in my mind. And then Derek and I, we had the conversation pop up. So I know that this is a, this is an assignment for me to talk about this. So we'll be back. Okay, we're back, and today's topic, <laughs> it's going to be a good one. I mean, this has been kind of been going on for, I would say about two years, and it's a, I'm going to I'm I'm introduce the topic like this. I know the prayer that Sierra said to get her man. And I know that a lot of us have been looking forward to hearing what she said. We want we want specifics. We've been asking for details behind this prayer. I, I, I got Are it. you sure you want to give this away? Because a lot of women would pay good money for this. Uh, you know what? You should sell this with like a prayer cloth at like 2 a.m. <laughs> in the morning. Like call in, get this prayer. You know what though? It's not even what everybody think it is. 
It's not even what you assume that's going to be. Well, I have my... Okay, I'm going to write down what I think is in the prayer. Okay. But you continue. Yes. So, like I said, it's not what you think it is. It's not... Yes, you know, they say pray with, with you know, specifics and what you want. Know what you want. You know, you got to ask God for exactly what it is you want. And all that is true. That's part of it. Okay. I feel like the essential part of that is really, really believing deep down inside what it is that you're asking for. And it won't be because you said, it won't be because you said, oh, I want him to be tall and or have this job and be a leader in a community and stuff like that. No, you gotta tap in to the traumas in your life. Work all them things out. Work out all of that stuff. Work out all that childhood trauma. You gotta pray to God that you are healed from anything that was less than worthy than what you deserve because that is how you're going to attract and that is how you're going to see who your husband is, who that Russell Wilson for your life is going to be. That You can't say, okay, I want this guy to be so respectful, but yet you never dealt with the hurt that your mom instilled by calling you dumb. And so now you think you're going to manifest and will from deep within a man that's going to be able to uplift you. No, you're just going to find somebody who's going to reinforce those childhood traumas over and over and over again until you tap in and do the work that you need to do to heal from that trauma. And then eventually, once you work on these things, you're gonna start realizing and recognizing men who mirror where you are in your journey. what do you think about that? I am taking it in. Um, yeah, these are ideas and concepts that have been circulated. And I think we're all kind of like least you know, somewhat familiar with them. The issue comes with how do you apply it? And it's like a day in, day out um, situation. What you're actually explaining, um, I know Sierra and Russell is one example, but when you were talking, it also reminded me uh, whenever I hear uh, Megan Good and Devon Franklin speak about how they manifested each other. And uh, particularly, well, they both talk about their own traumas and how they uh, were approaching relationships prior to... Um, joining together and uh of course we're all more familiar with uh, making good but uh that that's what popped into my head when you said that well i mean it still applies the fact remain is you know they found someone who like i said before mirror where they are inside deep within um i remember for me i was in a relationship in fact, engaged to someone. And I thought that was love. Like we were 
you know, together for a long time. He was my fiance. I was excited to get married, even though we technically should have never been together. But we mirrored each other because we were both abusive to one another in our language. You know, we both didn't realize that it wasn't love. It wasn't a healthy love. Um, Because I didn't do what I needed to do to make sure I recognized that, hey, the way you're speaking to me right now, I I don't like it. I don't deserve it. I didn't love myself enough to to say and I don't I don't want you talking to me this way. I didn't adhere and you taught me this and I didn't adhere to my my um, non-negotiables. And what did you say to me the other day? Um you have to know your non-negotiables and then never negotiate them. Right. And I didn't do that. I ne- I didn't do that back then. I used to make excuses and Thought it was cute. But now, if you was to come at me and talk to me crazy or even raise your voice, it turns me off. Like, it makes me repulse. Like, I can't even... I can't even... I can't even entertain a conversation with someone who... who would even think to talk to any woman less than she's regal. So you're not going to clap back with the first of all. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that was a separate journey. Mm -mm. Or just, okay, I'm repulsed. I'm not going to engage with this. But you're going to get this work. Nah, I don't even yell. The funny thing is, like, in relationships now, I I don't even yell. Like, you yell at me one time, I, you got it. And I just disappear. Like, you don't even know. You're like, what What happened to love? She's gone. <laughs> She's gone. Love don't block. live here anymore. You block on social media. You can't get my phone. Like, I blocked you on my phone. And I'm not even arguing with you. I'm not even going back and forth. Like, and don't get me wrong. I don't think that you can't have disagreements. But I'm not engaging in hostile arguments anymore. I don't even want a man who don't understand that he can take a break, go boil some tea, take a sip, calm down, and then come back and talk to me. I just don't, I just don't tea. Tea. You ain't got no crown in the house. You know what I mean? mean? Can I sip some some crown if I'm... Tea. It takes 15 minutes to boil tea. Take 20 seconds to get that crown. No, but I need you to have enough time to calm down. Calm down, simmer down. And they say it takes 20 minutes to to get the anxiety and angst chemicals out of your bloodstream. So that's why I say boil tea, go boil some water, then come back and try to talk to me because I'm not doing the yelling. I'm not doing the carrying on. You can express yourself without yelling at me. You know? I mean, I can't even see you dating a hood rat girl who want to be clapping and carrying on um absolutely not right i think what you're what you're saying is what you're letting people know is at least this is what i'm hearing you don't attract what you want you attract who you are that's it and that's a hard um pill for people to swallow because like you said we start off by saying 
I want my mate to be this, that, and the third. Um, women have their certain things. Men be like, I want to how to be able to cook, have a big booty, this, that, and the third. Those are wants. But who are you? <laughs> so you, uh, if you're not in alignment with that, because that's an outward-looking aspect of manifestation. But if you're not manifesting any qualities within you, then what makes you gonna have the same energy that that that, that type of person is gonna be comfortable sharing your space with you? So yeah, it's easy to you know say what you want to attract, but who are you to attract that? Um, so you need to do your inner you you gotta do your inner work and then your outer will reflect the inner work. So you until you're not a person that yells, you're gonna be comfortable with people yelling at you. But once you establish that I'm not a person that's gonna yell or treat other people like that, then you will not accept that. In your but it's own not personal. even just saying it; it's doing the work to know deep down in your core, in your shanana, to know that. Um, Nah, I, this was wrong. This whatever, whatever my dad, whatever I saw my dad do, I gotta heal from that. It wasn't okay that he yelled at my mother. I'm not just saying because my father never yelled at Melva Beckles Steel. Never, ever, ever. That never happened. But I'm just using that as an example. Like, you know, the last boyfriend, he never worked. So now all you ever do is anticipate having to put all kinds of bills, you know, buy, buy his clothes, buy his toiletries, and you think that you're being a good woman because you do all those things. But there was something that didn't let you recognize, like, yo, I was being taken advantage of, and I don't know why I allowed this to happen. You got to go back. You got to do the work and recognize what it is, heal from it, work on recognizing when it comes up again mm-hmm. and stopping it in its tracks like no I don't deserve this no I don't like it and it's gonna I'm telling you not even gonna be you're not even gonna be attracted to the person like it's gonna turn you all the way off I remember I was just recently and you know the guy I was like oh I like him he he's so funny blah 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 and at the same time, I'm like doing therapy. I'm in therapy and I'm working hmm. through my traumas. I'm working through the things that made me accept less than behavior, less than behaviors. And then it was like, all of a sudden I woke up and this dude wasn't even attracted to me anymore. And girl, the girls, he's, this man was fine. <laughs> I mean, fine. But where he is no longer matched who I was and it just was like a turnoff like you can't you can't what you accept for in your life I would never go for so no you can't you can't be my man you can't lead me anywhere I don't I don't want no I don't want it I don't want it yeah so what I hear you saying is um there's a do to do the work and that definitely is true and that takes a that starts with self-awareness and the courage to acknowledge yourself. You got to stand in the mirror naked <laughs> and really look at yourself. Um, so then there's the doing the work part. But then what you're saying is you got to be. You got to be the work. Mm-hmm. Um, doing the work and that transforms into being the work. And once you become 
something, then just certain things just don't even enter your, your space anymore. So it's, it's sort of like the caterpillar. Caterpillar is the same organism as the butterfly, but it's a different, it's in a different aspect. But um, so the butterfly, uh, the caterpillar eats different things than the butterfly. The butterfly is not gonna eat the same things he ate as yeah. a caterpillar. Yeah. Um, but the caterpillar had to do his work. He had to go into the cocoon and really meta- metamorphosize um, yeah. the corner work to transform. Like- and he came and he come comes out there. I can't believe you got me on here talking about butterflies and everything. We got to talk <laughs> about some Game of Thrones getting stabbed up a little bit later. But the um, the butterfly comes out. And it's the same being, but at a different state. energy level, a different yeah. state. And so you even see the same things from, at a different vantage point. Because what you were used to seeing, you're looking up at things. Mm-hmm. Or you're down at a lowly space in, in the moss or on the trees or on a leaf. Now when you become a different version of yourself, you're looking at different aspects of the plane and the landscape around you. And everything looks different because now you're seeing it from a higher vantage point. And it doesn't negate the experiences that you had as a caterpillar, but it does give you a different, broader perspective. So, and this is a constant cycle of growth and regrowth. Yeah. So you you'll never arrive at it. You just it's just a new uh, it's just a new grade. Um, you you know you're not gonna fit in the same, and you shouldn't fit in the same um, desk. That's why, you know, they move you from third grade to fourth grade. (laughs) Like, you can't stay in the third grade for five years. You're going to have to to move on. And, yeah, you congratulate yourself on moving to the fourth grade, but you got to move to the fifth grade as well, too. So don't be the 15-year-old in the third grade class. At a certain point, you got to look at yourself. It's not the teachers. It's not the lessons that they're giving you. It's what you're doing, and you got to become a fourth grader. And hopefully graduate from high school and more and more and more. But. Right. But you know what else is a key component to everything else? To all of that? The person you with got to be at the same place in wanting to continue to grow. Because eventually, if you're continue, like you, let's say for instance, we meet each other where we are. If it clicks, if it, it, it's like magic and it works out and we're destined to be together. Eventually... Because I'm still doing the work, if you don't do the work, you're not going to be attracted to me anymore. So the person you with got to be in the trenches with you, doing that work, wanting to grow, wanting wanting to be better for you and for your family, and most importantly, for themselves. It's a constant cycle. It's a constant, like, it's like... You meet somebody where you are, and you guys got to be looking outward, planning together. Like, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep, this is what we're going to manifest together. And I'm going to continue doing my inner work to be a better me. That way, we can have better results. I heard this recently. A lot of people have an idea that love is staring longingly into the other person's eyes. Nope. When really love should be you two staring in the the same same direction. direction. Yeah, that's really it. And that's, and it can't be like, okay, you just following along with the other person's vision. Like, you staring out the outwardly, like, okay, well, I guess if you see that, I, I see it too. No, be honest. Well, no, I don't want to look straight ahead. I think the direction for me is going to be to the left. And be honest with yourself, like to say, and not be scared of the lonely. 
if it turns out that you no longer, you and him no longer, or you and her no longer have the same vision. Because then that's going to be resentful and it breeds resentment, excuse me. And you're not going to want to be with that person. And you're just sitting in, sitting in resentment. And that's going to cause like an internal breakdown for you. So let's go back to the beginning when you said, you know, what she had to do to. Um, so like, what's the what the prayer was? The prayer ain't have nothing to do with him. The prayer was make me a better me, heal me for, for all, for, from all the traumas that I hurt that I had um, in my life. Allow me to forgive myself. Allow me, you know, show me a new version, a new vision for myself. And I pray that the person that comes to mirror me have the same type of focus, same type of drive, same type of vision that I have to be better for our future. But with that, mm -hmm. that type of surrender and prayer means that what you look for externally from a mate may not line up with what you previously thought you wanted. It's not, it won't. Because before you might want to got to be six three, this, that, and the third. And ain't gonna matter. Correct. <laughs> when you fully graduate to a butterfly, people yeah. feel like, well, I'm ready for what you got to bring. Right. I'll be more open to it. And then five eight, you got a hunchback come, and you're not ready for it. Right. But when you're truly ready for it, you'll know from the feeling and not from the external. Yep. lining up with this, that, and the third. Yep. So we look at Sierra as this little fly, little, you know, dancer, real hip and everything. And then Russell is the ultimate, you know, kind of like square, kind of, you know, straight lace kind of cornball. And that's sort of the stereotype that we look at or whatever, but it matches because their internals match. match. So, yeah, ladies, if you want a Russell Wilson in your life, you got to do the work. You got to heal. You got to say goodbye to all the things that you used to know. All the men that you used to think like, oh, okay, he was so good at this, so good at that, blah, blah, blah. It's no, it don't matter. Because Russell could have ran into her at the same time she met Future and she, she wouldn't even She wouldn't even pay no mind. She would, I know she didn't. Because there's no way that the same, the same person, the same girl, woman who could kick it with Future would even... He he wouldn't. She wouldn't even hold Russell Simmons. Russell, what the damn man Russell name? Wilson. <laughs> I ain't christened him. She wouldn't even hold his attention. Right. So I think what you're saying is a lot of. Tell me if I'm wrong. A lot of these women are waiting for their Russell Wilson instead of becoming their Sierra. Right. The seek is not about the man. It's all about you. And men, it ain't about the woman. Because, you know, we like, oh, Russell is the come up. But she, she, Sierra could have been a come up for him. Right. We don't know who she, who he was dealing with. I do. Who? You can go back and Google it. Who is it? I'll show you afterwards. I don't even care. Just tell me. Just say it. She exactly what you're talking about. Busted. Right. And ratchet. And not worthy of who he is at this moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well then, see, there we have it. This was a great conversation. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Thank you for your insight. You know, I... Now, was I right about your prayer? Oh, my gosh. You was right. The, the prayer includes I am or I surrender. And it definitely is. It's definitely a place where you're praying that 
I am becoming a new woman in my thoughts. I'm becoming a, a new woman in my actions. I'm becoming a, a new woman in in everything, every aspect of my life. And I'm letting go of all that stuff. I surrender all of that pain. I surrender all of that trauma. I forgive myself. I forgive my mother. I forgive that bully in, in junior high school. I forgive my sister or brother. You just got to let it all go and start anew. So again, like really do the work, do the work, do the work, <laughs> do the asshole work, <laughs> do the work. Like I'm telling you, work, you will be better. Work, work, work. And it's ugly. The work is ugly. There are many days when I would just, Derek can tell you. I'm like, Derek, <laughs> I want to, I can't do it. I can't, <laughs> I'm tired, I'm crying. And, but I promise you, you feel so much better. Men, don't be scared. Go and talk to somebody. Go find a therapist that you can relate to and get rid of that. Shit. Oh, <laughs> I didn't want to curse. Sorry. <laughs> get rid of it. Get rid of it all because it's not doing you any favor. Or transform it because you don't really get rid of it. You see it in a different way. Like... You got to get rid of it. You got to flush it out. But I mean, it don't hurt probably, no more. Yeah, it don't it, hurt no more. Right. I, it's not going to hold you down. You got to flush it out. You, I'm not. Talking, I don't I'm even wish. I don't even wish that it. The stuff that happened to me. I don't even wish for it to not to like. I, I don't even say. Oh, I wish that ha- this didn't happen. Like I really be like. Oh yeah, this happened. It is a part of my journey, and I got to learn how to deal with it. I've learned how to deal with it. And in a way that it doesn't affect me. It's not popping up in other ways. It didn't it it didn't come up because in, in my in my speech. It didn't come up in my thought process in another form. You know, I don't have I don't have those those moments where I'm scared to speak up for myself. You know, I I I'm I definitely defend myself i definitely speak up people be like dang love like (laughs) you ain't easy no i'm not easy no i'm not easy because i did a lot of work on me that way nobody could take advantage nobody can take me for an idiot (laughs) and and i'm not gonna tolerate Mm -hmm. so uh wow I, i i really really I feel like I, I just completed an assignment that was divinely given to me. <laughs> and I'm so happy that you were able to help me convey these thoughts and these ideas and just made me like, again, just do the work, y'all. I can't and, wait to leave and start praying and doing my work. and. Um, yeah, I mean, do you pray often? Every day. Okay, good. I pray too. My prayer changed. It's less, and it don't even involve no man. I pray for my enemies to get oh no, stop. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with the quote of the week, and I thank you so much for listening to 
this very important message. All right, we'll be back. We are back. We are back. And I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. You know, it was a tough conversation, but it was a necessary one. And, you know, I really, really hope that you, you know, it spoke to you in a special way. Like when Derek told me, you got to know your non-negotiables and never negotiate them, it spoke to me. It was like, that is it. That is the perfect way to wrap up all of that in one. Know your non-negotiables and never negotiate them. So, you know, I really do thank you for listening this week. We are we will be back next Thursday at 7 p.m. So you can look forward to another insightful conversation. Derek! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you you. for having me. Thank you. You enjoyed it? I did. Will you come back? Absolutely. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I want to make sure that I felt you. So I'm going to ask you you again. You don't feel me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to leave you with the Oshun quote of the week. And it is, he or she who treads the path of love walks a thousand meters as if it were only one. Again, that is, he or she who walk, who treads the path of love walks a thousand meters as if it were only one. All right, you guys, I hope you have a fantastic week. Stay blessed, stay black, stay beautiful. Until next time, bye. Bye, y'all.